Hello and good morning. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Congratulations on this book because this right here is going to be the summer read. And the reason why I feel that in my soul is because you take your young readers somewhere. You allow them to tap into their own imaginations. And and more importantly, you introduce the library back to a lot of people who don't know what a library is. Yes. Um, I love libraries. I'm uh, For me, the library was, was a sanctuary growing up. It was both the physical space of it and also the access to knowledge that it gave me. And, you know, when I was trying to imagine a repository of human knowledge 4,000 years in the future, no matter how different it seemed, you know, I mean, it has, has artificial intelligences that are like gods and it digs under the earth and tunnels. But when because I knew it was a repository of knowledge, I knew that it had to be fundamentally a library you are speaking the street in this because when you talk about ais and you talk about technology of the future that's where everybody is they they're they're not living in this moment where where apple's about ready to introduce a new product they want to know what ais are and how is it going to affect the way they read books as well as their own personal lives absolutely um and and it's ironic because i started this book seven years ago when boy chat gpt was very far from anybody's you know, ideas of the world, but I was still thinking about artificial intelligences and not, you know, the ones that are just going to like write our essays for us, but ones that, that can genuinely interact with humans and genuinely give us different perspectives. So I actually have a kind of more optimistic view of artificial intelligences, even though I, I know that there's lots of evil ends to which they can be put, you know, so, so that was what I ended up using um, in this novel was an idea that artificial intelligence could actually be part of a of an ecosystem that we end up living alongside and might fundamentally change human civilization, but for the better. I love the way that, that you incorporated tunnels underneath the library, because that to me is mystery, that the mystique of all of that, because when I walk into a library today, I always mm-hmm. think that those behind the desk, they're spies. They want to know what we're up to, they, they, but they want to teach us their language. And, and where do they go when they take their breaks? Into the tunnels. And, and that's, I think that's one right. reason why, why I love Frida is that she went into the tunnels. Oh yes! Oh my gosh, I love that. Like the romance of it. Oh, I totally felt that when I was when I was younger. I went. I grew up in Washington D.C. and I loved to go to the Jefferson Reading Room at the Library of Congress. And I don't know if you've ever been there, if you or if your listeners have, but it is. It's this monstrous, you know, space with these statues and like cupola and and frescoes. I mean, you just kind of feel overwhelmed by it. But what really got to me was that I knew that underneath my feet there were just floors and floors and floors of books and then I could write a name on a slip of paper and they would bring it up to me but I couldn't go down there and I just longed to go down into the tunnels. And it's so true because I mean they would they would disappear for about 10 or 15 minutes and then they would come back and I would yes. I would sit there at that table going where did they go? What 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 was so important that they had to go away for that long when when you went went to the school library everything was always there but not at the public. Right, it, exactly. it was just whoa. No. <laughs> And it was, and you wanted to know, you wanted to get down there. And sometimes they would come up with a slip of paper and it said, we can't give this to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all I yeah. wanted to do was go down there. Oh, that's so true. That, that's where I started buying books online. It's like, if I can't get it at the library, I've got to find it somewhere. But then you, then you pay an astronomical right. price because, you know, not everybody's got it. Exactly. When you when you write a book like this, I know it took seven years of your life, but I also know as as an author when and where a book hits you. What? How? How did it yes. hit you? And where were you? 
All right, got to be honest here. I was in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, this is is a bit of a cliche, but I was was in the shower and I just, I was editing a different book. I was editing my last thing I don't know. I had no time at all. This is where books always get you. And 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 I had this vision of a young woman who had left her home. I knew her home was called the library. I knew it was in many ways a wonderful place, but also a place that had severely disillusioned her and that she was crossing a desert alone. Mm. And I knew she was going across the desert to meet a God and that that God might kill her. And so those were just the elements. I didn't know anything really about the library. I didn't know anything about the God. I didn't know why that desert was there. But Freda came straight to me and that scene was central, and that scene is in the book. Okay, okay. Now I, I just noticed you, you said Freda. I called her Frida, so my apology. Now, now let's go to a different name because I want to know how badly I'm going to pronounce it. Nergoy. Am I saying it right? <laughs> Nergoy. You're close. You're close. Listen, this is a thing with fantasy novels. I, I hold it against no one. Like I, you, you love. You have to make make up all sorts of names. You know, I don't. I'm never going to call anyone. Well, actually, I did I? You know, if it depends on where it's set, but if it's four thousand years in the future, all bets are off. All names are different. <laughs> But to, to put yourself in 4,000 years in the future, I, I know what it's like to step into the writing room. What happens when you have to come back mm-hmm. to this year? What, did you have to go through any transitions? Did you have to step outside and go for a walk through a forest? Because you know, because I know what it's like to be on the radio in six different markets, and I never really left this city. It plays with a head and heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I, I love it in a lot of ways. I love traveling. I mean, when I first started writing for me, it was very much like, I was between worlds. I didn't really, you know, understand where I was and I wanted to get away, you know, and I wanted to, I wanted to imagine something different. And, and now I'm in very different circumstances. I actually moved to Mexico nine years ago and I live in Oaxaca now. Um, And so a lot of also for me was, was that I go into the future and there's all of these, you know, different ways of seeing the world, but I come back to my present. I present was still, I'm speaking a different language. I'm eating different food. I am learning entirely different ways of experiencing and interacting with the world, you know. So so in a lot of ways, I wasn't coming back to something that I felt was humdrum, you know. I was coming back to something that was also an adventure and very different. And and that was really stimulating. It was also kind of exhausting sometimes, you know, because I was, I was at that point really learning Spanish. I'm, I'm pretty fluent in it now, you know. So... So it was it was a lot of, of different experiences, but I feel like that really helped me get into the future because I understood that the future did not have to look the way I grew up. It didn't have to look like something that was familiar to me. It could look very different. I can just see a YA reader as well as a secret writer in their bedroom hearing what you just shared their, oh. and, and their hearts going, I want to do this. I, I, I love going places with other people's words, but I want to create my own words. And to me, that's what I love about talking with YA authors is the fact that you are the seed. You're, you're planting inside an open field. Oh, and, I, and I'm so grateful to be able to do that. I mean, for me... For me, my goal always in writing is to be able to open up spaces, to give room to young readers and especially young writers like I was who, who just wanted to be able to see themselves in the future, in fantasy, in the world. And I, I really wanted to create a narrative space that's big enough for young readers to be able to imagine something genuinely different. I wanted to support 
young people's imaginations. I think that's that's more important now than ever, you know, with all these attacks on libraries, on learning, on knowledge, you know, and I, I just, to me, the idea that, that any young reader could listen to me or read this novel and, and feel empowered and inspired to create something is, is the best Think that could possibly happen. A lot of readers don't understand that that you and I, as we put words on a page, we hear the voices of each one of these characters. What was the inspiration mm-hmm. between all of these characters coming together as one? Because you you must have thought about somebody's voice, because it would it would really put into your you know your commas and your quotations and and the way it was played mm-hmm. out. Yeah, you know it's funny because I I I do have the characters' voices in my head, but they. They come out in in ways where I I have to sometimes say it out loud. Yep. I, I sometimes I hear it on the page, and I and I realize that there's a snap, and that snap makes me hear the character, you know. But sometimes I'll write a draft, and I just like a character isn't hitting, you know, and I'll have to go back, and eventually, eventually, suddenly it'll it'll come together. And with Freda, I, I had her voice immediately, you know. I had the Namorin the war god's voice immediately but there are some characters like joshua who i had to go back and once i once i had it it was like oh yes there he is but it, it was interesting because you know i, I was like I, I was trying to like tune the dial and i couldn't quite get their voices right for a long time you know speaking of going back with all those tunnels underneath that library you, this this is not mm-hmm. over this is not over oh absolutely not it's there's there's so much more to come there's like the the four human systems there's all of the gods <laughs> and, there's there's so much more to explore i mean in my world building it has just exploded i mean i have like reams more <laughs> for sure well I, i'm shocked that disney has not reached out to you yet or or even universal because i mean everything that you've got here is a series i mean this this right here is what what everybody's watching on tv too when it comes to binge watching Oh, well, you know, fingers crossed, because uh, they that are would crossed. be fabulous, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. All right. Yeah, because you have set your imagination uh, on fire here, and people, when they pick up this book this summer, The Library of Broken Worlds, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're going to see inside their imaginations, but they're going to want to see actual moving pictures in front of them. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, the wonderful interplay between between what you see in your head and what you end up seeing on the screen and all of that, it's, it's really fun, too. Wow. Where can people find out more about you and give you some love? Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram as Alaya DJ um, and online at aliyadonjohnson.com and you can find out all sorts of things about me and follow me on Substack and and read my book. (laughs) You've got to come back to this show anytime in the future. I I mean, the door is always going to be open for you. I love your passion and I really feel that that listeners as well as readers really are going to pick up on that and move, move it forward. Oh, thank you so much. This is a delight. Well, you be brilliant today, okay? Yes, thank you.